listening to the Girl Talk podcast. My name is Carol. And I'm Kelly. Hey, I'm Trisha. And we are so glad you've joined us. We're going to be talking about something tonight that we feel like, um, well, we, I think we can all say because it's happened this very day. We all struggle with negative thoughts. Oh, yes. I I caught you saying some negative (laughs) thoughts. You were going to call me out first thing. Yes, and then I I was doing the same thing. We've done that all day long. I we know. Did. It, I mean, it doesn't help that we're looking at cameras, but yes. that was problematic. They add 10 pounds. Yes. Oh my goodness gracious. And 10 years. It, and yes. a lot of other things. Lots and you're beautiful. Tens. You are beautiful. You Thank are beautiful. Thank you. And as you are, and you are too. Negative yes. thoughts. Um, so we're going to talk about negative thoughts. And where I want to start with this is because, um, Trisha, you, you come from a behavioral background where you worked with folks and tried to help break those chains. And I want you to help us walk through those things, kind of workshop those concepts. Okay. But the first thing I want to start with, and this was like several years ago, you kind of brought me to this place because I, I've, I am the queen of self-deprecating humor. Mm. Carol, you like, are. You, you, I, you are. I, am, I have crowned myself queen tonight. Yes. So anyway, but I am the queen of that. And, and you called me on it several years back. Well, the and, problem is you're funny. So then she'll say something <laughs> tough about herself, but she says it in a real funny way. And, and so, so it's like, laugh. I don't want to laugh. Because that's like laughs. saying, yeah. yeah, it's not true, but that's it's exactly funny. That's exactly right. So it's not being funny. If, okay, I'm stopping being funny right now. So if you yeah, struggle with the self-deprecating humor thing, this might be tough for you because mm-hmm. I'm like a little bit squirrely me in my seat right now. But what I will say is that when we have a thought, like, like you came to me and you, you, you were probably one of the first people that said to me, you have a choice. And I was like, huh, what? I have a choice? Like, wait, you, you just said I have a choice. Like I choose chocolate. You know? Um, but, but I think the important thing for us to know is that when those negative thoughts come, we do have a choice. Um, my, my experience has always been that I follow that emotion. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like, we feel sad, we going all the way, girls. We going tonight, <laughs> you pack a bag, whatever we need to do. Like, you do it all the way. I'm, I'm an all or nothing kind of person. I'm either Likewise. in or out. Mm-hmm. No, no two ways about it. And I think that the, the, the lie that we fall for, even before we fall for all the lies that Satan feeds us anyway, is that our emotions are king. They, they drive the they drive the train. We whatever. put them right there, yeah. uh, you know, in the driver's seat yeah. and say doo, doo, that we have no we control go. over them. Yeah. yeah, and that we have no control over them. And you came to me several years back, and you you were like, you have a choice. And I was like, well, that's an interesting thought. You know, mm-hmm. I am not a rocket science, and if you needed proof, right there it is. <laughs> but you you challenged me on that and said, you know, you have a choice. And so I think probably the first place we need to start is to just think about your emotions. Because most of us don't think about our, our emotions. We just feel our yeah, emotions. Right. Is that right? Yes, that is very And true. so when you just feel your emotions, it's just the way it is, and that's the train you're going to follow. But if you think about your emotions... Yeah. Well, that, and if you're anything like me, you feel awful sometimes. Yeah. You I know, never my, feel awful. My emotions are all over the place, yeah. first of all. Yeah. And sometimes, to be completely honest, I'm at the low more than I'm at the high. Yeah. Sometimes especially with my emotions. These days, right? Yes. Especially yeah. these days. We feel Anger out of control, right? We and feel we out are? of control. Yep. Well, I mean, maybe on some level, but we can try to find more control. Because it's like me, I'll wake up in the morning and I'm like, well, what kind of day is this going to be? Oh, I dropped my eyeliner in the toilet. It's going to be one of those days. I stub my toe. Or, yeah. or hey, my song came on, and I'm feeling good, and Carol told a funny on the morning show, and I'm, so this is going to be a great day. And I let circumstances dictate 
but we don't have to do that. That is where the choice comes. And by the way, I'm easy, I'm better at telling it than doing it for myself. Well, but here's the thing, you know, I think there's, let's just go ahead and be honest about this. There's a little control freak in us all. There yeah. is. Yeah. And we want to be in control. I, I am so out of control that I don't even want to be in control of my out of control. But, um, but we all want to be in control. Yeah. And I, I mean, especially, you know, the last year of, of our lives and what we've been living through, I think it's been a reminder. But even before COVID, we were not in control. That's true. No. We were under and the illusion. And you will not see that yeah. on scrolling across That's the screen true. as breaking news. Right. Because everybody wants to think they can control whatever little circumstance or situation they're in. So we're not in control, but we start with those emotions and thinking about those emotions. So I don't know if that's part of it, but but that was really transformational for me um, in in that thinking process of thinking about your feelings. That's right. And what you just said, thinking about your feelings. So when when I think that my feelings are the driver and I don't have control, I either feel good or I feel bad, um, then I'm awash at whatever, whatever road I go down. But when we stop and we realize we do have a choice, we can think about how we're feeling and we can change the way we're feeling by changing the way we're thinking. Does that make sense? Yeah. We, we do a lot of... Um, and you're not talking by like, just, oh, you just need to go be more positive. Because that's what's going to no, change the no, world. No, but no, it right. can start right. with starting to think of positive things instead of negative. Yeah, because I think it the temptation to. is in our world to be, you know, little Mary Sunshine about everything. Right. True. And that's, Anna. that's not been, I mean, mm-hmm. I find that hard to do these days. And I'm a pretty positive person from mm-hmm. time to time. But, but I think the, the positive thing, the flip side is that we are very blessed. That's like, true. You know, I mean, we, yeah. in, in the Christian world, we talk about gratitude a lot, but that's really where it starts, I mm-hmm. think, with, with managing those feelings, right? Yes, I think so. It will stop everything. If you stop and you think about something that you're thankful for, something great that happened to you today, or some blessing that you have in your life, if you think about that, it will, it will make a minor change in the way that you're feeling. You keep doing that, you're making a little more minor changes. I'm not talking about just like Pollyanna, but I am talking about be aware of what you're feeding because what you feed grows. Absolutely. And if you feed the negativity because you're feeling negative, and I have done it, I do it all the time. I'll get into a place, I'll listen to music that makes me feel sad, and I'll think things that make me feel (laughs) sad, and I'll watch something that makes me feel sad. And hey, no duh, I'm gonna feel sad. But if I will start to listen to other things and I make a choice to have a bit of a more positive, then I do feel better. Yeah. And a lot of that is that external stuff because I have a tendency to continue to tell myself over and over and over again about the guilt and the shame. Yeah. Yeah. And constantly go back to that record that plays in the back of my head that says you're not enough. You're not a good enough mama. You're not a good enough wife. Your house is awful looking and it's not clean enough. And oh my goodness, somebody's coming over and you didn't clean the toilet. (laughs) Or the baseboards. You're supposed to clean baseboards? <laughs> I don't even know what a baseboard is. What is that exactly? Uh, toilets, I got. Okay. Baseboards, I don't know about that. But I think we have a tendency to just put that on repeat yeah. until yeah. we break the cycle. So what do we do to break the cycle and keep ourselves from going constantly back to that guilt and shame place? Well, I think you, you've said this before, but you identify your vulnerabilities, mm-hmm. you know, and that, that's hard work. Mm-hmm. 
to say this is where my vulnerability is because all of us in this society want to be strong. We want to be known for our strength and everyone thinks we're so strong, you know, and we want to be the person everybody goes to. And that's wonderful. And if you're that Such person, then good for you. Mm. Um, but it also can get us into a yeah. bad place right. because you don't know where to turn. So if you'll identify those vulnerabilities, I think you will have, because cause then, you know, I mean, it's just like, if you know when you're tired, there's that old, what's that old thing that they say you should never make a big decision when you're, what's that? Tired or when you're hungry, tired or hungry, stressed. Hungry. I don't know. Lonely. Yeah. I never there's, make there's decisions. Like an, <laughs> this is why I make no decisions. There's, there's like an acronym for it, I think. And we'll, okay. I don't know. we'll try to find that and post it okay. somewhere or something. I don't know. But anyway, you're never supposed to make true. decisions at those times in your life. So if you find yourself I'm being tired. Yeah, I know, right? <laughs> if you find yourself tired, you sh probably shouldn't decide whether or not you sh should make that purchase life change. a car. You know? yeah. I'm like, <laughs> right. don't do that. Like, you know that. It's Is just, that why we all have a hard time making a decision on where we're going to eat dinner? <laughs> Probably because <laughs> you wait too late. That, that, that is, that is, that is true. true. That is true. But honestly, when are you guys vulnerable? I know I'm vulnerable. Friday afternoon after oh, yeah. work, I'm done. And that's when I know I'm vulnerable. Do you know when you're vulnerable? I think I'm vulnerable all the time. Yeah. <laughs> I don't think I ever admit it when I'm not vulnerable. The devil just looks down and goes, any time will be good for her. We don't have to be specific. Yeah. Yeah. For me, it's when I'm lonely. You know, because yeah. I'm always it tired and hurts. I'm always lonely, so check, it's, check. And it starts to feed that you're not interesting enough. Nobody wants to be with you because oh. you're not interesting enough. Well, and the devil is a liar. I think you're one of the most interesting people I know. Oh, well, yes. thank you. I you're appreciate welcome. that. Okay. But that's, that's what continues to feed that in me, that guilt and shame, and then it becomes this, you're, nobody likes you, and you're not interesting. And oh. the enemy gets in there and says more negative thoughts and more and more okay. negative so thoughts. Okay, so y'all, I don't know. I just so thought yucky. of this. I just thought uh -huh. of this. So, because what I'm hearing are some of the same things that I try to teach my kid. Mm -hmm. You ever noticed with our kids, if you have kids or if you've ever been around a kid, something goes wrong in their day, and it's like the worst thing ever. Yeah. You know? mm -hmm. like, yes. I remember um, my kid one time, she got in the car and I could tell, you know, something was wrong. I was like, mm -hmm. um, you know, are you okay? Do you have a good day? She was like, no, such and so didn't sit with me at lunch. And I was like, mm -hmm. and? Is it? She was like, oh, that's it. I'm like, did, did some people sit with you at lunch? Yeah. Okay. But we will do that as adults. I'll do that in the staff meeting if nobody know, sits right? beside me. I'm like, what's we, wrong? We because we it. make this little thing into this great big thing right. because well, we feed it. Yes, yeah. it affirms what we yeah. fear right. about ourselves. So we got to break it up, right? We got to yes. break it up. And we, what's the best way to do that? Go to God's word, right? Yeah. And find, find truth about what God says about us, not what we say about ourselves or not what we think the world is saying about us. Right. Because God loves us and God thinks we are wonderful. Okay, and so I agree with all that wholeheartedly. Yes. And then I will say the next thing that I've heard people say is that you need to memorize scripture. Mm -hmm. I believe that wholeheartedly with my mm -hmm. whole heart, that scripture is a good thing and you need to memorize mm -hmm. it. Mm -hmm. How many of you have trouble memorizing scripture? Mm -hmm. Okay, how like many of songs. you, I know, I right? Like but you can yes. go into the dollar store and they'll be playing hungry like a wolf and you'll sing every word, right? <laughs> so that's really not true. I don't know true. what you mean. That's really not true, Trisha. So I am going to tell you something tonight that I don't think, it's not original with me because I, I don't ever have really any original ideas. But a couple of years ago, I heard this and it was one of the best things I've ever done. So I bought one of these little index card binders, okay? 
fit. That. They fit. Have you never it's seen cute. these? No. You can get them at Walmart. You can get them at the dollar store. Uh, some of them have a plastic cover. Some of them are just fit. But and that has tabs. It does like have tabs. Category. Oh, like I, yeah. hungry, lonely, tired. Yeah, exactly. Uh -huh. So, and what I started doing was I, during this particular time in my life, I was going through a deep valley, and I honestly was so isolated that I, I really didn't have a community that was speaking into my life. And so what I would do is I would, I would spend time with God and there would be a verse like, oh, that verse really ministered to me this morning. So I'd write it down on one of the little index cards. And then I would put this in my pocketbook. And then any time that I was feeling lonely, scared, angry, hungry, all those things, and I felt that vulnerability coming, I'd pull this out, and there would be the verse on the So go to the Dollar General. There'll be a run on these after we're done. Yeah. Uh, the Walmart, they're like a dollar. And you pick one of these up, and that will help you be equipped. You would not invite a plumber to come to your house and fix something in your house without tools, right? You'd be crazy to hire a plumber with no tools. God has given us the tools, tools. and we're crazy to think yes. that we can defeat a very real enemy without the tools. Mm -hmm. So make yourself some tools. That's a wonderful right? thought. So I, I that's why I want to do that. Yeah. One of my favorite verses right now comes from James 4. Yeah. And it says, but he gives more grace. Oh, yeah. Not that he gives grace, but more. he gives more grace. Mm. And that word more like jumped out at me in my devotional this week because it means he gave grace the first time. Mm. And he's going to give grace the second time, and he's going to give grace the third time, and he's going to continue to give more over and more. And Not that his grace, grace was insufficient at any point, but right. he just continues well, to give. I'm insufficient. Correct. Yes. I, I mean, not corrected. <laughs> <laughs> that was a great Carol. I'm sorry. That is, you know what I mean. We aren't. We yes. collectively. Aren't. We collectively. Yes. yes. I sufficient. am not sufficient. Right. And so I yeah. need that grace every day. Every single yeah. morning, I need to wake up and ask God for fresh yeah. grace and fresh mercy because He knows I need it. A good mm -hmm. reminder. Right. Of Absolutely. Carol knows that I need mercy it too. <laughs> you know what you made me think about? You said invite a plumber into your house, and I was just thinking about. I guess it's Louis Giglio that talks about the don't give the devil a seat at your table. Yeah, think yeah. about that for a second. Think about the way we invite the devil in. Mm -hmm. The enemy that hates us, that wants to wreck our lives, we invite him in and, and give him a, a place to sit and, you know, a sweet tea when we allow ourselves to kind of ruminate on some of those thoughts. I mean, he just makes himself all at home. He eats all the slaw. Yeah. <laughs> Puts his dirty feet on the counter. Right. And then it distracts yeah. us from getting the job yeah. done that God's given us to do. Right, right. Yeah. Because, because we start to feel less than. Because he, can't, he realizes he can't take our salvation. Right. So he'll just make us ineffective. Just right. Mess right. With us. Make us busy. Make, that's, make that's, us busy. Yeah. You're talking earlier in your devotion about the, um, what yeah. do you do to uh, distract no. yourself, yeah. to numb yourself from all the things. And for me, I just over busy myself. You know, yeah. if I don't let the silence just seep in. So, and this is just for me, I'm not saying this for you, but when I find myself making myself busy, it's because I need to be validated. I need to, somebody to say mm -hmm. I'm important because I'm not feeling important. Mm -hmm. So I just fill my schedule up going, hey, they need me. Yeah. They don't. Look, look. They yeah. don't. The world goes on and keeps turning without me showing up at every flea dip and blood drive in four counties. You for know? me, it's not so I don't have to feel. Yeah, oh, but I don't have to think about the thoughts that right. I don't want to have to think about. What is the need in that moment? Really, that's the question. What right. is the need in that moment? The need is to feel needed or, or validated. The need is to feel that people care, somebody mm -hmm. loves you. What is the need in that moment? I think that's a question that kind of cuts to the heart of it. What do I need in that moment? I need to be, I need to feel relaxed and I don't feel relaxed. So I've engaged in things 
to make me feel relaxed when it's not working well. Mm -hmm. So what is the need mm -hmm. is the question. Yeah. And then how can you fill it in a different way? Yeah. And I think another question, this is a powerful question for me, and it's a question I often journal about. Um, because it just hits at me every time. Every verse I read, I ask myself this question. How would your life change if you really lived out this truth? Oh, like what? Mm. Like how would our lives look different if we truly said, okay, number one, we have a choice. Number two, we're going to choose to think right thoughts mm -hmm. and we're not going to follow our emotions and let that gravy train go. No, we're going to stop it. We're going to realize we do have a choice and we're going to choose God. We're going to choose his word. We're going to choose, how would my life look different? And when I see that and when I think about that, I'd be a better mom. I'd be a better friend. I'd be a better employee. I'd be a better church member. I'd be a better person to be in community with. Not because there's anything special about me, because my feet are firmly planted in a place that tells me who I am. And then out of that place, we serve out of the overflow of that relationship that we have with Christ and his love for us. So how do we get there? I, I think you have to ask yourself the hard questions, and it might even mean you're sitting across the table from somebody who asks you the someone hard you questions. Accountability, y'all won't meet anybody who needs accountability more than me. So I have like a hundred accountability people <laughs> and I wear them, every one out. Every one of them's worn out. You see them and they just say, I'm tired. I'm tired, I'm holding her accountable. But it's because I need them, right? I know, I, know. I hear you. And if you don't have an accountability person in your life who will ask you the hard questions, then you don't have an accountability partner. Uh, or you have a what? You have somebody who tells you what you want to hear. Mm. Now, I'm all for encouraging each other. Yeah. That's good. Encouragement's a wonderful thing. But if you don't have somebody who'll sit down and look you in the eye, and when I say this, I know because eye contact is my thing. Y'all know. I walk in the section like, how y'all doing? I'm fine. I'm fine. I'm just so fine. I am so fine. If I'm not looking not at looking, you, there's a problem. There's a problem. Every one of them knows it. I still think it's a secret, and every one of them knows it. But look you in the eye yeah. and say, how's your quiet time? What's mm -hmm. God teaching you? What are you struggling with today? But you've got to make sure you're getting the right person, and they know what they're signing up for, because I'm thinking now. None of my people would have signed up. I'm know. telling you they wouldn't. But think about this. Like, for example. Sometimes you got to pay them. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> no, I'm just yeah, I'm kidding about that part. Yeah. Well, I, you can't just expect someone to be that accountability partner unless you've talked to them. Am I right? Because yeah, like yeah. I'm thinking. Like you just don't show up and go, hey, how are you? Can I tell you my junk? That's right. Yeah. That's right. You haven't asked me right. if I, you know, whatever. But I'm, I'm wondering about that because I think, I'm thinking like, do I have an accountability partner? I have friends that I love. I have a spouse. I have um, a sister. I have people that are, that I'm close to, but I don't know that I have anybody that would ask me that question. Yeah. Have you been having your quiet time? Yeah. I don't know. Like, how do you Well, if do you that? don't know, you don't. All right. I'm sorry. It's I'm not, not, it's it not. sounds like we have a job. <laughs> no, <laughs> I know. We have been falling down on the we job. Have been, yeah. yeah. So if you don't know, you don't. I, I mean, I think that's the 
the short answer. Am I being too harsh with that? No, no. I'm, but I'm I, to and I don't, it. and I don't think you have to necessarily ask. You know, here's a list of questions that you have. But you have to have somebody who can look you in the eye and say, "You're not, you're not fooling me." Like, right? Because we all play a good game. No, I think we can all show up shiny on Sunday morning. Right. Yes, we can, and we have. And that's, you know, Lydia was talking about growing up in the church, and I think that's something that we have a tendency to do. Those of us who grew up in the church is to try to put on that shiny exterior Ooh, yeah. and think that everything's okay, and try to portray that everything's okay. Mm-hmm. And I think the first step in finding somebody that can hold you accountable is to be that vulnerable person who shares their junk and says, hey, I wrestle, I struggle, will you help hold me accountable? And then it brings in that safe space of vulnerability where we can be real together. I think it's all about dragging what is in the darkness into the light. Mm -hmm. You know, whatever we struggle with in the dark, when you tell somebody, it kind of loses its hold Mm -hmm. on you. It's opening that journal, yeah, Mm -hmm. like you did earlier, and saying... I don't feel like I'm enough. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Help me. I feel like I have a lot of friends that are, I know that I have um, a Bible study group that yeah. pray for me and mm-hmm. things like that, but I've never asked them to hold me accountable. That's, right. This is interesting because it's different. It's, a, it's another level up, really. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. It's another level community. It is. Yeah. Absolutely. And that is what we want for you. Now, when you're tackling these negative thoughts, you're not going to be able to do it on your own. We've heard that, right? Mm -hmm. You're not going to be able to fight on your own. You need somebody, a community around you. That's what we're trying to build with Girl Talk. Mm -hmm. This is not about you listening to a million podcasts and you following us on Facebook. That is not what this is about. So if you think that's what this is about, I'm sorry, we've failed. This is about building a community where we can look at each other and say... I need help. Could you pray for me? We've done, we've seen that a lot on the Girl Talk page. We love that. Uh, And that is the reason that we exist. Mm -hmm. If you have played church your whole life and you need Jesus, whenever you text Jesus to 800-293-107, we celebrate. (laughs) We celebrate that because we're tired of playing church too, y'all. We're over it. Like Jesus came to set us free from all that. He came to set us free from the negative thoughts. He wants us to live in community with one another, to hold each other accountable, to live out that abundant life that he paid for us on the cross. Yes. And the only way to do that is to link arms and to fight the enemy together. And that is our prayer for you. We would love to hear from you. You're welcome to email us, girltalk at thelightfm.org. You're welcome to connect with us on the Girl Talk Podcast Facebook page. We love you, and it is our heart's desire to see you come to know Christ and to grow in your relationship with him. That is why we exist. So thank you so much for allowing us that privilege. 